This is WRCJFM HD1 Detroit. And joining me now live, fresh from uh, what I, I presume was a fabulously successful rehearsal just across the way, are Fabian Gabel, conductor. Welcome. Good to have you here. Yes. Hello. And uh, Bertrand Chamayou, the pianist Hello. that you'll be able to hear this weekend. And uh, I know, Fabian, you've been here before, but uh, Bertrand, is this your first? This is my first time, yeah. It's my so, debut. With the and you've had, uh, you, you rehearsed this morning. Did you rehearse otherwise this week? Yeah, yeah, we have rehearsed yes. yesterday and this morning. It was really so, fantastic. It's such, such a pleasure to play with this orchestra. See, that's exactly what I was hoping you'd say. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. No, that's how, do you, true. how do you like the hall? The hall also is absolutely fantastic. I was also sitting in the hall... Uh, listening to Fabien uh, conducting uh, the Don Juan and the Brahms Symphony, and uh, the sound is really great. Uh, the combination with the orchestra and the sound is is really marvelous. Yeah, we, it's unique. <laughs> we like it too. Uh, you can hear Fabian and Bertrand in concert in Orchestra Hall, as you heard, doing Strauss and Brahms Saturday, November eighteenth. That's you know like this coming Saturday. And uh, that's like tomorrow at 8 o'clock. And then Sunday afternoon at 3, which is a, a lovely time to hear great music. Uh, we'll get into the specifics of the concert and my, my two guests in a moment. But I, I, I thought if we had uh, a moment, we could indulge ourselves with a bit of your playing, Bertrand. If you Thank you. Yeah. This is uh, just to give you an idea. And, and keep in mind, this is a fairly old recording by Bertrand's standards, uh, he's improved a lot since this. <laughs> so, I, so I've been told.
one of the transcendental etudes by Franz Liszt, played by my guest Bertrand Chamayou. And you know, if if you've improved since then, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, people have to come out and find find out uh, just how good Bertrand is. But I'll, I'll tell you, he's yeah, he's great. Uh, you can get ticket information at dso.org or call the box office directly at 313-576-5111. Two concerts, tomorrow night at 8, Sunday afternoon at 3. And uh, you're doing the, the Strauss uh, burlesque. Bolesque, which is a fantastic piece. It's, a, it's, it's, it's a, a happy little piece, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. In places. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's funny that you, you put this least etude because something is very close to the spirit, that period where uh, composers were composing what we call symphonic poems, that the music is close to poetry and the kind of narrative and uh, idea. And, uh, and this burlesque is between a kind of uh, this uh, idea of poetry and a, and a piano concerto. It's not a traditional piano concerto. It's uh, one movement and and uh, with a lot of implication of the orchestra also, and a lot of dialogues. Mm. I'm dialogue with uh, timpani first, which has a kind of soloist uh, uh, input also in the in the in the in the score, and also dialogues with the sometimes with the cellis, with the violas, with the clarinet. And it's really a fantastic and 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 uh, joyful and and playful piece. Well, you mentioned tone poems, and the other uh, Strauss work on the program is Don Juan. We all know about him. Uh, but that's also a, a, a very colorful score, Maestro. I think it, it's a masterpiece because it was um, that's the work of a very young composer. Strauss was something like 24, and uh, this is a genuine masterpiece and uh, extremely difficult for the orchestra. So uh, that's a piece I really love to do. This is one of orchestra's war horses. You know, this is a, um, this is a piece which shows all the quality of an orchestra, a very good orchestra. You know, the technical aspect, the the the, the melodic aspect, aspect, and and the the in, in inspiration of musicians because there's also a lot of. Uh, uh, there's many solos in the orchestra, hmm. so uh, it's a, it's a great piece to conduct and and uh, and it's a treat to do it with the GSO. I must say, you played trumpet yeah. at one time. Still, do you still? Play? No, unfortunately, because that you know that's like uh, athletes when you st- stop playing yeah. such a physical instrument, you 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 lose the muscles and and uh, you don't have any. Uh, strength anymore and and uh maybe i will try in the future uh to start again but uh, i don't really miss playing you know i i um enjoy through the playing of great players <laughs> so well, now he plays the piano we have the <laughs> last time we have, yeah. last time we have performed together we have done an encore with four hands <laughs> that was my debut and my farewell <laughs> oh, really? uh, at the same time <laughs> What did you play? It was the Schubert in, March. Yeah, where? where it, yeah. It, it was brilliant. In, in Quebec City. I, I was almost jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and um, he's, he's also a very good teacher. Well, there you go. No. So it's a match made in heaven. Uh, my guests are Fabian Gabel, conductor, and a former trumpet player, <laughs> and, yes. and Bertrand Chamayou, who's currently 
a pianist. Hope Still. not to be a former pianist. Soon, or a future conductor, <laughs> maybe. Future no, conductor. No, no, no. You know, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, no, no. Barenboim and uh, of Ashkenazi. And, of course. No, uh, for, for now, the piano is... is everybody is wants to conduct. Not me at the moment, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, it must be fun, though, as, as uh, Fabian, as a, a former trumpet player, to hear... Don Juan and and those that blazing brass Strauss writes great brass lines. Yes, it's a, it's uh, that's a repertoire I know very well because I played it as as mm. a former trumpet player. But this is uh, uh, I would say this is my core uh, repertoire because I you know as as a former trumpet player that's the kind of pieces we liked to play. I like to play and uh, the kind of uh, uh, pieces we had to practice. In audition, or uh, mm. so this is a repertoire I, I know pretty well, and I enjoy Strauss in any case. And my first, really first musical shock was uh, an opera by Strauss, uh, Elektra, and, and I was ah. seated next uh, next to my father in the pit of the Paris Opera House uh, when I was eight or nine years old, and I had my first musical shock listening to that music. So. Uh, since that day, I, my, as far are, as I remember, I have many acquaintances with this repertoire with Strauss music. Yeah. Strauss Electra is that's quite an introduction. Yes, but I, I you skipped a few chapters. Uh, no, I, I think I, at the time I didn't care about the the, the, <laughs> the subject, uh, but the 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 volume in the piece I remember. Uh, the pit of the Paris Opera at the time, you know, that was the old opera, the Garnier, not the Bastille, uh. and uh, the pit was shaking. Uh, there was so it was so loud and so much volume, so much brass, and uh, and uh, I immediately fell in love with the 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 the, the, str- the the strength of that music. Yeah. So, your father was a musician. My father is a trumpet. John- Trumpet player too, and uh, my mother is a harp player. My brother is a very violinist, and my uh, father, my grandfather, was a cellist at the opera in Paris as well. So it, it was ordained. You'd, you'd follow no, the family. No, no, no. But it's it's a it's a musical family. But my, my parents never forced me to do music. So uh, well, that, I think this, is, this is my choice. Yeah, they encouraged me, but uh, I I chose by myself. Probably more effective that way, anyway. I think so. Uh, and and what about you? <coughs> I'm not only in musical Did you, family. Were you always uh, headed for the piano? It was completely by chance that I started because my family is not at all a musician uh, family, and um, not, was really by chance. Like I was doing like sports activities, and then uh, for some day I started to play the piano, and for some reason I really loved it immediately. But more uh, kind of global. Uh, uh, musical spirit more than the piano in itself at the beginning. So I started, uh, I was immediately trying to compose music, to improvise and to play different scores which were far too difficult for me. But uh, I didn't think in uh, about being a professional musician at the beginning. It was just a kind of, uh, my dreams were filled by music. And uh, it's really later at the age of 16 or something like that, I... I started to put that into a kind of reality. And then I started to play a lot of different things, chamber music, accompanying singers, accompanying choirs, 
playing uh, historical instrument, uh, doing a lot of uh, things with composers, like uh, contemporary music and everything. And um, I became, uh, step by step, I became a soloist. Was was, but uh, yeah. And my parents never forced me, and they were they were very happy. They never stopped me. They never forced me. It was a good balance. Well, lucky for us. <laughs> uh, the the other piece on the program that we haven't discussed yet is the Brahms Second Symphony. And what's interesting about this program is, although the music is roughly from the same time, mm-hmm. we're talking about the avant-garde versus the mainstream. In a way, I wouldn't say that Brahms is mainstream. Um, he had a, a genuine and, and deep love for the old masters, you know, in, in the masters from the Renaissance, like Palestrina, Palestrina, etc. And uh, so, these old masters had a huge influence on his uh, way to compose music. But um, and also, you know, there's this. Uh, there was this uh, war between Brahms and Wagner at the yeah. time. So, of course, uh, the, the 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 fans of Wagner hated Brahms, saying that he, he was uh, conservative, and uh, and the fans of of uh, Brahms used to say that uh, the music of Wagner was crazy and. Uh, out of tune, it was a disaster, <laughs> disaster, etc. But I think personally, and I think everyone, every musician uh, agrees with uh, with that uh, on the fact that uh, Brahms has a lot of strength in his music um, in terms of expression, but also a kind of modernity. Uh, all the symphonies are very. Uh, deep uh, and um, in if you study composing this is really uh, the, the way he orchestrated uh, was pretty modern I, I would say I don't know what you think Bertrand but yeah and I think you're totally right and I think that things of course it's uh, uh, people like sometimes to clarify things uh, saying that some things uh, and, and things are not so, so simple and there is an article written by Arnold Schoenberg about Brahms, which is very interesting. And the title is Arnold Sch- uh, is uh, Brahms the Progressist. And uh, people uh, should read that because it's very interesting. He points really all the modernity of the music of Brahms. And uh, from such a master of modernity, it's very interesting to hear that uh, they didn't consider so much that there were such... Uh, uh, it was not like a split, you know, between between two two things. It's it's more uh, complicated than that. And I, I like uh, the fact that we don't consider too much, like uh, uh, even nowadays, that the mu- musical compositions are not uh, divided in two schools. It's much more. There is much more interaction mm. uh, between many things. And nowadays, we're going to see what is very interesting that there are not. Two sensibilities. There are as much sensibility as there are uh, uh, yeah. many artists and many different things, and it, we have a, such a range of uh, inspirations and of uh, styles. and And at that time, also, I think a little bit. It's it's not so schematic, and uh, and I think this program is uh, is really really beautiful program, really wonderful. And and Strauss at that time met 
Brahms and he had he, he attended the the rehearsals of the for the first performance of Brahms fourth symphony so uh, uh, Brahms knew Till Eulenspiegel huh. he knew that music he, he thought it was a crazy piece but he, he, he knew the music but if you want to talk about the, the we we were talking about um uh, two different stream streams but this is also because Brahms never composed operas and Wagner never composed symphonies because he wasn't interested uh in in the pure uh music uh Wagner was interested in theater and Brahms was genuinely uh interested in pure music so maybe that's why that that's two different aesthetics yeah it's very interesting but but uh i'm pretty sure that Brahms inside him uh, appreciated the music by Wagner and and the response the responsible of that was the critics you know uh, Hanslick who was a big uh, fan of Brahms and hated uh, yeah, Wagner so. wanted to create also at that time they wanted to create intrigues, stories you know, you know intrigues uh, so. and uh, what, what is really interesting is that the burlesque that I'm playing uh, was supposed to be dedicated uh, basically to Hans von Bülow which is uh, Was was a pupil of Liszt and was in in this kind of uh, futuristic, let's say, field of musicians. And uh, actually, Brahms composed this piece uh, in in a little bit, uh, let's say, Listian Wagnerian form. But uh, in the same way, he composed it really under the influence of Brahms. When he was so enthusiastic when he discovered Brahms, and and you can feel that when you hear this piece. That that uh, actually uh, there is a lot of influence of Johannes Brahms in that music, so it's really interesting that uh, universes are really crossing their paths. Well, like I said, it's going to be a very interesting program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nice selection. And the Brahms second, I've always thought was once he got the monkey off his back that he got a symphony done, he could just let loose and have some fun. Uh, the, the second Brahms is so sunny. And this is exactly that's what we call the the Brahms uh, Brahms's pastoral symphony uh, yeah. because this is the most uh, positive symphony. The first one is in C minor. This one is in D major. The 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 third is F major, and the last one in E minor. So uh, no, this is a radiant symphony. My guests are Fabian Gabel, conductor and uh, Bertrand Chamayou, pianist, and you can hear them both in Orchestra Hall tomorrow night at 8 o'clock or Sunday afternoon at 3, or go to both, you know? I mean, you, yeah, you'll, even, hear, you'll hear something. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at dso.org for more information. Before I let you go, I have to, I have to ask you, uh, Fabian, you know, you know we have an opening here in Detroit. Yeah. Maestro Slatkin... Uh, after 10 years, will be stepping down as music director. And I hear they're looking for uh, a music director for the orchestra. Are you busy? <laughs> That's a question, difficult question to answer, so I wouldn't say anything about oh, anything. Oh, he's going to be coy. He's going to go... <clears throat> no, 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 but it's... Uh, first of all, Leonard Slatkin is still... In charge of the orchestra and and uh, yes and uh, I don't know I don't know what to answer to, to that question. <laughs> well, 
I think he surprise. Is. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Personally, we'll see. I think I, Fabian is fantastic, yeah. <laughs> and the orchestra <laughs> also. So. I, I hope. I, hope <laughs> I can. I can. No, there is a very, very good musical um, and human chemistry, and and it's always a pleasure and a delight to make music with the GSO. Well, uh, very well said, <laughs> and uh, welcome back to Detroit. Oh, well, thank you. I, one, forgive me, but there was. Uh, I wanted to mention. A very special concert you led here in Detroit. Oh, yes. It was your first concert. Yeah. And um, it happened to be, you were, your first concert was on a Thursday. Yeah. La Mer. Yes. Which was fabulous. And then Friday in Paris, and you're There both was, from Paris, yes. right? Uh, I'm born in Toulouse in the south, actually, but... Uh, everybody but, gets uh, to Paris. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At some point. The next day... On Friday, was the the uh, terrorist attacks in, yes, in, in Paris, Paris yes. 130 killed, um, and then you had to conduct on Saturday. That was the the, 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 the one of the most horrible uh, time in my life. Uh, not because of the concert, but because I was far away from my family. Yeah. My family, my my wife and my kids were in Paris. And uh, you have no power on anything, and uh, and uh, I felt so much support from the musicians uh, to just to be nice. They were so nice with me because it was just a shock, you know, for everyone. I think not yeah. only in France, and well, that's uh, true. And uh, we still cannot believe what happened really happened in in even two years after so yeah. it was difficult it was difficult and uh, we played la marseillaise and uh, i remember it was uh, one of the most uh, emotional moment in, in my life you know that i'm i did my military service <laughs> so i played many times the marseillaise but that was the only time in my life i conducted it and uh, Uh, it was really hard to start the concert for me. Mm. Uh, the, I was my, my my throat was completely um, you know, tight and yeah. and and uh, and uh, it was really hard. But we did a, in the, an, a very nice concert, and and uh, the musicians were super professionals, and uh, I think I did my best too to. Uh, To split the, the the emotion of the the the, the, the uh, to separate the emotion from the, the the bad emotion to the good emotion, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, I had to exactly. focus on music and uh, for a moment to get rid of of the the the, um, the fear for my family and and the emotion I I felt like everyone uh, I think in the in the in the in in democracies. Well, we thank you for that. It was a incredible concert, and music can be so healing. Oh yes, uh, in so yes. many ways. Yeah, my guests are Fabian Gabel and Bertrand Chamayou. Go hear them in Orchestra Hall. You get two chances on this go around. They'll be back. I think they'll be back. <laughs> yes, not sure. Pleasure, when, but DSO dot org for ticket information. And gentlemen, uh, merci beaucoup. Merci à merci. vous. Merci. 